Health is like your playlist. You never know what's coming next. Whether you need a checkup, blue medicine, or something more urgent. You need to know where to go. Enter Emory with access to over 120 primary care locations and nearly 60-minute clinics and urgent care centers across the region where you're in the hands of specially trained doctors and nurses, so you're covered no matter what. Click on this banner to find a location near you. Blog Talk Radio. Good. Good to have you with us today. I'm so excited. 
Garcia, thank you for having me. I definitely appreciate it. I mean, big shout out to Coach for making the connection, making it happen. So it's good, but. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to, to have you on the show today because every week what I usually do is I come and I kind of look at what's going on in the energies and try to give an um, interpretation based on you know, what I feel as far as what's going on for the week. And so I wanted to have you on because you are a chart master. Like when it comes down to just really being able to break down those numbers and those degrees, like I just I've, I haven't been exposed to it that way. So I definitely wanted you to come on here today and just share the airspace with me um, about what's going on this week and, you know, how we can kind of use this information to our benefit, mm-hmm. like really work some magical perspectives or whatever it is that you like to do with this energy. And we need to find out what's going on so we can find out what to do with it. You feel me? So before before we jump into it, though, I wanted you to kind of give everybody just a, a you know just brief information about you and um, my astrology coach and your whole family that you got going on over there before we kind of really get into the the heat of things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, thank you for for the opportunity. Um, we have a website called myastrologycoach.com, um, which was pretty much created by myself. And uh, Minister Jew, uh, I had another website called Ample Astrology, but I linked them to, and the two were two completely different sites. One was just where I could literally let go and do what I do, and one was just more, my astrology coach was the one that had the platform of professional astrologers, tarot readers, numerologists, and things as such, people in the spiritual craft, uh, where they can have a platform. So my astrology coach was just something that I did for uh, for the people like mine, really. Um you know, one of the fascinating things I love about the site is really the blog because we get a chance to, uh, for me, I get a chance to write about the future before it happens. And that's my thing. My, I, um, what I love about Astrology G is um, how can we tap into the current of the future to direct it or direct the present now. You see what I'm saying? And there's ways that we can do this. Um, one of my famous works for me is a DVD, and maybe I'll make it available since I'm on a new platform here because I took it off air. Um, it's a DVD on the website called Galactic Activation. Um, hands down, without a shadow of a doubt, I feel that it's the most important DVD that talks about astrology, period. Um, and, it, and it's not dealing with astrology from Aries represents this, Taurus represents that. It comes from astrology from the standpoint that, hey, when we go outside and we collectively concentrate on the same thing in the sky, um, that reality comes about in world events, and you may see it in the news. But you have to know how to filter the spiritual the spiritual language from the celestial world down into the physical. There's 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 there, there, there's a filter that is there, and that filter is pretty much called events. So you may do something like concentrate on the bird, right? Because the constellation looks like a bird, and you want to activate this particular archetype. It's a cosmic archetype. We have to understand that. Uh, stars and planets, they're moving, they have energy, motion is energy. You know, stars are starlight, they're fire, so they definitely have energy, right? So there's ways that we can access these energy points, you know. So you would see it if we concentrate on the bird, next thing you know on the news is say that, you know, uh, all these birds all of a sudden came out and, and, and it looks like it, it swarmed this town. 
and you have to be able to make the relationship because if you look into the story, you see, especially for us, it's on the platform, right? So you're a leader in your own right. So if you look into the story, the person who wrote the story name may be Gigi. Like, it, it can be just like that. You see what I'm saying? So then the question becomes, where did that thought come from? Where did that reality that we now see come from? How do we use astrology to um, create a better environment or create the reality that we want for ourselves and then collectively? Some serious stuff. So, you know, in another DVD I get into, Cosmic Art of War, I show that how the United States government is infatuated with astrology, so much so that they decided to um, have Benjamin Banneker lay out the federal triangle based off of three stars, Right, and then when you look at the United States Congress building, my favorite, when you go up to the, uh, I'm sorry, the Capitol building where they make the laws, that they got a Roman statue of uh, Mars on the right hand side of the door before you go in. Thomas Jefferson Library got a statue of King Neptune. So what, what is their actually? What is the government's effectuation with celestial bodies? Then when they start going to war, D-Day when they stormed Normandy, that was called Operation Neptune. Then when you start looking into the wars and you start seeing the operations that they name, their campaigns, their military campaigns is named after planetary bodies. What does warfare and planetary bodies have to do with anything because it governs humanity? That's without a shadow of a doubt. I ever wonder, like, have we ever took the time out to really think why we call a ruler something that has 12, like 12 zodiacs, 12 inches on it? Why do you call it a ruler? You know what I mean? Like, the 12 rules what? It rules this reality, but I, I'm not of the I'm not of the thought that planets supersede human beings. I don't get into that. That's that's no. Nah. I think that's the old way. It's the old way of thinking. I think that without a shadow of doubt, I know that man can influence. Men and women have the ability to influence their whole environment. Take for example, G. When I was down there for the equinox, it was supposed to rain all weekend in Atlanta. The whole damn South was um was rainy. It was so rainy. I was like, you know what? We're gonna get up and we're just gonna go a few hours south. We're gonna go. To, I'm, I'm gonna surprise everybody. I'm gonna take them to Florida. We're gonna go to Jacksonville, hit the beach. But the whole South was supposed to be rainy. It didn't rain on us. In fact, the sun came out when we came out. So we all know that the Native Americans had the ability to do things like, you know, um, rain dance and things like that. Uh, we have that ability, and I think that astrology, the way I, I like stri- astrology is we have to tap into the divinity of it and 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 don't don't get stuck. It's it's great when y'all learn it, but do not get stuck in the aspect of okay, well, I have to wait until this planet comes here and this one comes here and then because truth be told because it's all geometry and the planets are pretty much sometimes always scattered out with the solar system and the movement there's always going to be, there's a time that it would be more um, beneficial for you to make a move. There's a time where it won't be more beneficial for you to make a move. But even in your most beneficial time, you can pretty much find an opposing force. And that means what? You're not supposed to do it. See what I'm saying? My point is we have to become, uh, we got to step up into the realm of God. And then you have to understand that the planets are mere markers of your own consciousness to help you evolve, because you don't have to do anything. Nothing in this world supersedes willpower in your own decision-making process. 
You see what I'm saying? And that's that's the way I give astrology. Because if, you know, hell, I can be having, right, like right now, the moon in my sixth house is trying and everything I got in the tenth moon, trying Venus. Venus is relationships, tenth house is it's doing something public, right? So the sixth house is my work. So the moon, the feminine energy, Venus, the feminine energy. So I can link up with Gigi today and do something publicly. Very easy because I have this moon trying Venus today. I know this. Or I can, like, say, you know what, I don't feel like doing a show, and I don't have to do the choice. I don't have to do it. So at what point, you see what I'm saying, I have the choice. Your choice, your conscious decision-making always trumps everything in this reality. Now, there are always planets there to back up what you made, but you have the choice to go or you have the choice not to go. So the thing is, how do we use this energy for 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 to really accelerate what we call consciousness and bring some things to the forefront? And that's what I do. That's what I specialize in. How can we uh, effectively, as a group, acceler- accelerate the things that we are trying to obtain? And that's the beauty of it, because our ancestors built temples to stars. Then we were just looking at stars just to look at them and build a damn temple, what do you think we was doing with that stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like, just getting stuck on the fact that the damn thing is, like, now 100 million miles away from here. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's cute and everything, but what do you think we was really using it for? When you look into the temples and you see star, the star lights is, is beaming and hitting some of the ancestors dead on their pineal gland, what do you think they're talking about? Talking about how you can merge your consciousness with that particular star. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? And, and that's what we get into. And that's what I do. So, you know, anybody's interested, I'm at myastrologycoach.com. Um, it's just what we do, man. You know, I got a I got a blog called The Portal. And um, I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm going to write 2013 in advance, about three month increments every quarter. And when I put a red day there, look on it. And you go back and go back and, you know, I, I challenge people, go back and you'll see. You see that when you know I, that article specifically says that when there's uh, any type of earthquake, tsunami, uh, mass murder that may take place, school shootings, things like that, political deaths, assassinations, no matter how they die, anything that's like they like like gets everybody mass attention like that kind of stuff, earthquakes and mass school shootings. I know the days that that's gonna happen on, and I wrote it three months in advance. And every single red day, there's been something like that. Hugo Chavez just died. He died on a red day. An earthquake just happened on the 31st in West Virginia here in the States. That was on a red day. So the point is, and that's what I want to get you all to, let's go into the reality that is not yet here. Because I exist, me, I'm just speaking for me, I exist on the other side. I know what it is. I am only here to transmute this information and then we got something else to do. So when the light workers get together, you know, we, we, we get together. So again I commend you, mm-hmm. G, for doing a um uh, doing a lot of work, man. And that's just what I do with um that's what I do with it. You know. Have right. fun with it. Create a magical you know, experience from it. it. It was one thing you said that I wanted to kinda of point out too that I think that was like really key. And that's when you said about the choice. The choice trumps everything. Because I think one sure. one thing that I've noticed in um, in astrology and noticed that when people get into astrology, it's almost like they want a com- a concrete confirmation of something, right? It's like, mm-hmm. well, what's going on today? You know, because if I can tell you what's going on today, then that means, 
okay, well, this is the reason why I'm really feeling that way or this is what's really going on. But it takes away sometimes the self-responsibility of making a choice because even though that may be what's going on or the energy may be prevalent and you can feel it, you still ultimately have a choice. You know, because I get people that call me too and say, okay, well, I'm thinking about doing this. You know, what do you think I should do? And I'm like, well, I'm going to just tell you what the energy is doing, but that still does not mean that you should or shouldn't do it. Ultimately, that's your choice as, as how you feel about this energy pattern. Like you said, ultimately, we get, we get to make the choice. So ultimately, we have the power, regardless of what's going on or how things are shifting, then you know if you really, you know, get in tune to yourself and make that connection between here and there, then there's nothing that can stop you, you know, period. So when you said that, you know, it was something to me that really, I'm glad that you said it so that other people can hear that their choice or our ability to, to be guides and be here and have the choice to be here means that ultimately our choice is what makes us or, you know, makes us a break us when it comes down to the different things that we choose to do, you know? That's right. So, that's, that's very true. And see, the reason why astrology gets beat up so much, you know, by people, uh, who don't know, because on the surface it can be like this, G, right? You can take somebody that was born the same day that I was born in, in, in the same hospital, we in the exact same location, same time, we can be 10 minutes apart, but, these, you know, that happens. We're going to live two totally different lives. That's a very strong possibility. We're born on the exact same day, but we got two totally different tastes, same time, two different realities is taking place. Wow. Because that person may chose to access and live a reality based off of their um, the chart's going to explain everything without a shadow of a doubt. But you can have two different realities. It's sort of like when you have twins, they do two totally different things, and they was only born minutes apart. But some things they do the same. What is that reality? That's a choice that they're actually making to because some of some one of them may be working in one area where this energy is just more. Uh, pleasing and satisfying to their own soul and vice versa. You see what I'm saying? So that means astrology is not real in that case? Absolutely not. It just shows you the power of the choice. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? The power of the choice supersedes all that, man. Like I tell people, man, some people can be rich and some people can be like, you know what? I'm not going to play the lottery day. I'm not going to work hard. I'm just going to chill and be a free man and just relax. You know what I'm saying? That's a choice. That's a choice. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful because then it comes to the play of, well, how do we use it? If we actually have all these choices and we can just do what we want to do and, you know, and say this and things happen, then what? what is the purpose of using these tools? You know, like truly, what can, what can we do with it? If it's really just as simple as you just making a choice. Like what do you mm-hmm. feel like is the benefit of when you get to see your chart or you get a chance to look at the energy for the day? And mm-hmm. you get a chance to look at how your chart relates to that. What does that do for you? You wanna you wanna make a choice in the rhythm because the, you gotta remember. See, one thing I love about this spaceship called Earth is, truth be told, I mean we 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 float in, in the darkness of space right now. Think about that. We are on the Earth, spinning on this axis around the sun, floating in the darkness of space right now. So when the planetary energies form certain geometric angles, it produces a pattern of opportunity, whether it's more challenging or whether it's more of a um, um, beneficent energy. You know, um, you want to make the choice. Uh, you want to make the correct choice in the rhythm. Astrology is just showing you the rhythm. 
the potential for your decision making right here. If you do this, you can't get this. If you don't do this, then hey, this may not occur. You see what I'm saying? So it's about understanding that we in motion and you wanna make you wanna use these tools to cast your thoughts out into these portals when the correct rhythm is there. It's not saying that the law of I mean now let me be clear because some people think that right? we're not saying that the cosmic law there is none. No, there is cosmic law. Damn it, we know that we just had spring equinox. It's about to start getting warm outside for those in the northern hemisphere. But those in the southern hemisphere, they're about to start getting ready to get this winter thing coming up pretty soon. So it's a different reality for some of those, but yet we're on the same place. So then it becomes a matter of perception. So then it becomes a matter of truth be told. It really becomes a matter of how the angle of light of the sun is actually hitting the earth that is actually producing certain things. It's about the angle of the light. It's geometry. You know what I'm saying? It's the sacred G. But um, you want to use these tools within the appropriate rhythm so you can get the things that you want out of life. That's the purpose of it. Good. So how do you use it? Are you a person who you take it? Well, I, I, I found you with it. Believe it or not, okay. you know this okay. opportunity you, manifested with it. This, you know, this opportunity manifested with it. You know, well, you see, I like to tell it all, right? So, because my, my life is a book, it's a story, it's a cosmic play. You have to understand. We have we have to get to a point where we understand ourselves and the cosmic theme of life. Understand the parallels. That's the key, right? So, you know, you do something like cold spring equinox. Um, coming down, we in Atlanta, and we know that the moon is gonna be in Leo, then it's gonna ingress over into Virgo, and uh, but it's something that we want to do, you know, we gonna we gonna put we gonna put lion mask on our face when we get on the top of the mountain, because we, you know, that's what that's that's what that's how rich our um uh our mythologies we get in like that, you know what I mean? We 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 will. We will become the cosmic archetype of what is going on in the solar system. That's very important that we start to do that. So um, knowing that that you know that that you know the moon is in Leo, you know, and my chart's public information. So my thing is, you know, I got an Aquarius moon, and um, you know that means that the moon in the sky was in direct opposition to who I am or where the moon was at when I was born. So what I'm saying is. Everybody imagine a wall clock if you're new to this. So let's just say for simple geometry that the moon was at 12 o'clock when I was born. But on that day in Atlanta, the moon was at 6 o'clock. Now we know 12 o'clock and 6 o'clock are straight across from one another. And that's turned to be opposition. And the opposition gives you a chance to see yourself outside of yourself. It's what the opposition is. It's a mirror. And that means that the moon, where it was in the sky, was in opposition to my moon. So I, I will get to see a feminine energy for who they are. And since I get to see, to a degree, a part of myself for what I'm looking for, um, female laws. That's, that's a true story because it's the moon that we're talking about. We all know the moon is feminine. But somehow it can manifest that way. It could have manifested in an argument, a conflict. Uh, emotional response. That's the neck. That's the low end of it, and that's very true. You know what I mean. That's a potential, or it could just manifest, and you will physically meet someone who carries some some type of attribute of this feminine lioness energy, and what and whatnot, right? So then, 
you and Coach having a conversation, and you tell Coach you a jack of club. Then I'm like, well, shit, the jack of club is my moon card. Now I'm talking destiny cards for y'all that don't know. It's a, uh, it's a wonderful divination system. It is highly accurate. Um, I mean, crazy, scary accurate at that. And it's um, the book is called Love Cards, and the other book is called Cards of Destiny. One is yellow, one is red. And in the love cards, you get to see your connections. You get you get you get life path connection. Whereas you know you know if you're a jack of club, that's 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 kind of like your sun card. You know that's the, that's that's the day that you're born on. And then you get a Mercury card. That card shows you how you should communicate. You get a Venus card. That card shows you how you tap into your love and whatnot. And we're talking about traditional playing cards, ladies and gentlemen. Traditional playing cards is a divination system. It's Fifty-two cards in the deck. 52 weeks in a year, uh, plus two is seven, seven visible planets, so seven days of the week. See what I'm saying? It's three face cards, the jack, the king, the queen, but it's four suits, so the four suits correspond to the four elements. The three face cards, jack, queen, king, times the four suits that they are part of is 12, is 12 months in a year. See what I'm saying? So then the 52, you come down to a 52-day cycle with seven cycles apiece. So seven times 52 give you 364. That's pretty much 365 days. The last day is the Joker day or the wild card day. See what I'm saying? So the, the playing cards is a divination system. That's what it is. So, G, you holding a conversation with Coach, and you're like, yeah, I'm a jack of club. I do know that. And I'm like, oh, jack of club. The jack of club is the nine of diamonds moon card. You can look that up in the love cards. So I'm like, oh, you my moon. But at the same time, the moon in the sky is in direct opposition to my moon. Coincidence? Well, it gets a little deeper. So I get you twice chart, and I look, and I say, well, looky here. My moon's at 10 degree Aquarius. And your descendant, which is an angle, a descendant is this, everybody. You got four, everybody got a cross in their chart. It's very important to know these angles. They're more important than actually knowing where some of your planets are at. Some are real planets, not all of them, but those angles are very important. Hence, the time of your birth is needed to get this particular angle. Why? Because as an astrologer, we're saying that we need to look at the constellation that was on the eastern horizon. From our vantage point, it looks like the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. At the time of your birth, that sun can be setting. You can be born at nighttime. It may not even be up. We need to know what constellation is on the eastern horizon? What constellation is rising? Because that constellation is going to give form to your physical body. So once that is established, that becomes your first house. That's the first constellation. Why? Because technically the earth is spinning in the eastward orientation around the sun because we know the sun don't actually rise and set. So it is the earth itself traveling through an eastern direction through that constellation is what's taking place. It's only 12 constellations. So 12 times 2 is 24, 24 hours in a day. So therefore, approximately each zodiac sign rises every two hours on the eastern horizon, or technically the earth is spinning through that particular constellation. So we need to know that because it marks the physical body. So therefore, do you born with... Um, what is it? It's your rising sign. Leo. You have um, you got yeah, you Leo rising. You Leo rising, Leo rising. Exactly, you like nine degrees Leo rising. Exactly where the moon is at the day that I meet you, but yet you my moon card and I'm having moon opposition. 
which means on your descent and on your cardinal cross, your cardinal cross on the chart, look at a wall clock, you would just do 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and 9 o'clock. On the wall clock, 9 o'clock is, your, when you're looking at a chart, 9 o'clock would be the eastern constellation that was rising when you were born. This is called your ascendant. When you come down to 6 o'clock, this is the seat of the soul. This is where the soul incarnates. This is your family. This is your home. This is your ancestral lineage. Very important point right here. All right? It's your home life. It's private, domestic. 3 o'clock on the wall clock. Represent when you're looking at the chart represents what you are seeking inside of relationships. It is your business partnership. It is your marriage, particularly the eighth house, which is a little bit above that. I like that. I like that place. Me and Coach was talking about that because it, it deals with how you share your money and who you having sex with. So the seventh house traditionally is a house of marriage, but eight gets you a little bit more in responsibility. But the last angle is twelve o'clock is what you should be doing as a career. So your four cardinal points is self, home, relationship, career. Self, home, relationship, career. Self, home, relationship, career. Don't forget those. You should know those four angles. It's called your AC, which is at the the left-hand position, which is at 9 o'clock. Opposite that is the DC. At the top is called the MC, which is your mid-haven, which you do in the career. And at the bottom is the IC, which you should be doing at home. So how is it that I meet G twice? And one thing is for these angles. These angles change degrees every four minutes. So the moon is exactly on your AC in direct opposition because my moon is at 10 degrees, Aquarius. But see, that now means that my moon is there conjunct your DC, which is an angle. And that changes every four degrees, and it's less than a degree off. And you my moon card on top of that. And I'm coming down the Stone Mountain to pretty much do a damn moon ceremony with a lion mask on my face, and you a Leo rising. Hmm? Story gets deeper because there's other people um, who I've met and connected with. My point is that's how that that's a classic example on how you use it like that. So then when you dig deeper into the chart you start understanding the um, the parallels between the people and what the connection is. And ultimately what you're here to do and how you can use that energy to further the program or what you're doing. So it's just a little classic example of um, how I like to use it. You set something in motion, and then when those planetary energies get to that particular spot, you're going to draw the reality to you. You just got to know what to set in motion. We have to understand what is the scene? Once you understand the scene and the certain things that you can do, you know, to cast that thought form out there, um, and it becomes a reality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, you, you, again, see, y'all see what I'm talking about. Y'all see how you broke that down. Like, just plain, clear, you see it, you know, because, like, you know, one of the things when it comes down to um, – this whole astrology thing, too, as, as well, like we're talking about how you use it and how we all use it. Because the thing is, we are being affected by this regardless. Regardless if you know astrology or you know anything about energy work, like, we're being shifted and we're, we're following al- along this energy line, whether we know it or not, right? So it's best for you to know these things because now you can kind of see where you're moving and how you're moving. And like you said, it's almost like having – um, some information about something that's getting ready to happen, you know, and because you have that information, it's almost like you can 
decide to make one decision or the other before that point happens. But when you don't have this information or you, you're not in the know of, you know, these basic things of how this energy is affecting us and moving us and allowing us to see ourselves and other people and other things, then we, we feel lost, right? Mm-hmm. So we just feel completely disconnected from everything and everybody because we don't we don't know where we sit and where we stand. So a lot of people like that come, you know, especially to live in the line, because this is one thing I want to tell you about living in line. Living in line is where we meet on basic astrology. And when I say basic astrology, I'm talking about, like, you just broke it down, basic stuff. Like, we don't really get into the heavy parts of the degrees and the, you know, things of that nature, which I'm grateful that you came into living a line and helping us because this is going to only advance us to be able to read and break down our charts even deeper, you know. But this is one of the things, like, with you saying, is like, that's why I'm like, you have to, just be at least know that this stuff is affecting you, regardless of whether or not you choose to look into it or not. You know something is going on, like we can tell, but we try to put some type of sometimes this physical perspective to it, like oh, I, I don't have any control over, I ain't you know whatever. It just things are happening, but we are really truly absorbing some things here, and we're here to really show who we are, and like be just knowing this allows us to see fully who we are, especially in emotions, because that's one of the things we talk about a lot, right? And that's one of the things that I wanted to kind of segue into now is because how can we truly get into this thing and use this as a, a ba- like a balance for our emotions so that we can do and produce some of the things that we want to produce in our lives? Because that's the thing, that like we have the tools sometimes and we're looking at the tools sometimes and we can look at the chart and the chart say you're going to be angry today or you're going to have an mm-hmm. argument today and you read it, but yet still you still have an argument. Mm-hmm. So what is that, you know, when we look at that, is that something because we are supposed to have this argument because it's going to, you know, help us or formulate what it is that we're really supposed to get out of this life, or can we truly prevent it? Do you, do you understand the question I'm asking? Yeah, I do. I understand it. Um, that's a very good point, G. Um, I think this, that, you know, you're about to have an emotional day come up. <clears throat> Um, you know, it's called, you know, for me, you know, it's 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 Mars. I got Mars conjunct Venus <clears throat> right now, and but I was born with Venus opposition Pluto, so that's gonna be Mars opposition Pluto. And any time these two get in any kind of any kind of friction, squares oppositions and conjunct. Um, you can really expect some form of uh, some very intense stuff to happen. This is a very violent placement. Um, the moon's involved or Venus involved is, is is talking about something with a woman potentially or somebody you're in a relationship with or a business arrangement with as well. Because Venus usually, for me, I've seen it always manifest as women who you're attracted to and Mars for men. I mean, Mars for the uh, ladies, you know, it's, it's the brothers who, you know, the warrior type of energy you're looking for. And since I know that, right, and I'm feeling irritated and I'm about to get in, you know, I'm feeling irritated like I'm about to get in an argument, I can, you know, I can go ahead and go with it because sometimes you just, you know, you got to set the record straight. If somebody in violation and, and you've been actually avoiding it, so now is the time to actually let the pressure out. You see what I'm saying? So I understand it from that context, but I also understand it from the context of what I call mental alchemy. You know ahead of time that this is coming. So what you want to do is you want to circumvent the 
blow-up that this can potentially bring. So you want to snuff it out early. So when that energy do come, you can do something else with the opportunity. Because, see, that opportunity also represents it's a tremendous amount of passion, a tremendous amount of just firepower to drive and get some things accomplished or to transform something. You see what I'm saying? So the choice is ultimately yours still. You're just aware of what you're making. I guess the coldest, man, the coldest way to really describe it is just really how, um, what the, the oracle tell me on the Matrix? Like, you know, you're here to understand why you made the decision. I thought you would have known that by now. Like, you big dummy, you're not here. You, I mean, you, that's what it's about. You already made the decision. That, that's the key. It's already a wrap. But it's not like, well, I might as well not do nothing. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. What, what we're really saying is, man, that you already wrote this cosmic script in existence and chose to participate in this reality. Your job is just to remember what you wrote. And, and that's, what the, that's what the star map, the chart, helps you understand. How are you going to tap the many potentials that you have? Because guess what? To me, astrology, everything is sealed up in the wheel. Every single thing, when you look at the 12 houses, or the 12 signs represent everything in this physical reality. Every profession is under a certain zodiac sign. Your love, your finances, this everything is there. And there's a planet that rules that sign, and that planet was somewhere in a constellation in the solar system when you were born that gives you access to that particular sign. So everybody has this 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 twelve tribe of Israel, this Jacob scenario. They have this Jacob ability to become the priest of their own lives using this ruler. You see what I'm saying? And tap into the many potentials. And it brings, but that's your question. It's mental, it's, men, it's mental alchemy of understanding. You know what? Today it do look like it's gonna be an aggressive day. So you know what? I ain't, I ain't gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? Like I had one of those days. I looked at something and I said, "Hold up, something don't feel right. I feel it don't feel right." I got a second opinion on something, so I, you know, I, I, I rerouted. That's what I did. That happened because I don't feel like going through it. You know what I mean? At that particular time. But like I said, too, sometimes certain things have to come to a head. So you can almost use these points like, you know what, I've been avoiding this for so long. Bump it. Today, I'm just going to let them have it. And it may be very well justified. You see what I'm saying? So I don't look at negative, what we perceive to be negative emotional responses as the bad response. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're trying to get to a point where, because you may have to do it. You see what I'm saying? Now, when you don't desire to do that and you know it's coming, then that's when the alchemy comes in, and that's when you mm-hmm. got to step it up because you are experiencing a reality that you say you don't want to experience, but somehow you you attracting the reality. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That don't even make sense. Obviously, you want to experience because you attract it. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So it's only when you want to change your level of attraction, the experience, is 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 when you really look inside of this wheel and say, okay, I don't desire this outcome from X Y Z, and since I know it's coming, I'm not going to do X Y Z to get the outcome. Mhm. Yeah, so, and I think you can. I think you can really tell because, like, 
to to me, and this since I've been more into just the astrology and being able to read some of the the energies and and how they affect me, you know, on a daily basis. It's like I could tell. You can tell the one that that you are going to be able to say, mm, it's okay, I'm cool, you know, and then there are points to where regardless of even if you say that, you feel deep down inside that this is something that's going to be cleared. Like it's almost like you, you can't, you, you, you really cannot prevent it in a sense, you know what I'm saying, because it's not to be preventable because like you just said, we already chose this, right? So we chose mm-hmm. everything, then, you know, it it, it really – there is no negative or positive reaction at all because it's only to help us to remember. Me and Hubby was having this conversation last night, the mm-hmm. same conversation about us being here is all part remembering what we've done before. That's the reason why, you know, you have these natural abilities that, that just kind of come out of what we would say out of nowhere but really it's not out of nowhere because you've done it before. Like his ability, the first time he ever picked up a drum, when we start, you know, doing mahogany dust and we were growing inside of that, the first time he picked up a drum in a drum session, it was almost like he had been playing since he was a little boy. And you would think that this is something that he do all the time because his flow with it was so calculated that it was almost like somebody who had practiced it. But then last night when we were just talking about these things and bringing these things back up, it's like the reason why you have these things that are natural abilities, you know, um, mm-hmm. is because you have experiences before. So it is a remembrance point. So if you get to these period points in time and the energy say today you're going to have some issues inside of your finances and no matter what you do, you try to save that day, and then you find out, you go and check your account, and, you know, it's it's a two or three double payments that it went through on something you did last week. Like, it ain't even nothing you did today. You just mm-hmm. look in your account, and it's three negative charges. You've been charged three times for the same transaction. Because mm-hmm. going through that process is going to teach you something about the financial system, you know, something, something in that you're going to learn. So it's mm-hmm. like part of the remembering of this, is sometimes having to go through some of those period points of emotional uproar. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it's almost like, you know, I can think about even some of the, the arguments that I've had in relationships, or even with my mother, you know, and, and hubby or whatever. It seems like sometimes after those huge arguments, there's so much clarity. There's so much more understanding about something because sometimes, and there's another thing me and hubby was talking about last night, sometimes it takes for you to go into that part of yourself, like when you really feel violated or, or you really feel like this person is doing something to you, that you start to calculate everything or start to really look at yourself from an overall perspective, what you see in him, what you see in yourself, what you see in others. And sometimes if you don't go through those situations, sometimes people never, you never have a chance to assess that part of your God power. You understand what I'm saying? So it's yes. like... Mm-hmm. I'm so, I'm starting to really understand that you know the the emotional parts of it sometimes because you can feel it you can't stop it is also part of the remembering phase you know so when you said that I just kind of wanted to to really add that that issue into it. We got no, some, that's an excellent point. So in other words, what you're really saying is negative is good. Well, I guess it looks at what what do we term what's good. <laughs> Because negative my, my is view. beneficial for our experience. What we perceive yeah. to be negative yeah. is really good. And you're right. You you're absolutely right. Um and 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 
of polarity of what we perceive to be yin-yang, bad, good, you know, evil, right, up, down, left, right, all that good stuff, these polar opposites, this, 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 this pair. God is the intelligence or the friction that exists in between two totally different opposing things. So the opposition and that conflict that we face is great, it's excellent because it is to get you to understand uh, a deeper part of yourself. I mean, look at a tree, for good gracious. I mean, a seed has to fight against the gravitational pull and grow upward and break up out of the earth. It has so mm-hmm. much resistance that it has to go through in order to do one of the most mm-hmm. important things, give oxygen and feed everybody on the dang on earth. Mm-hmm. So th- th- this reality is a um, it's a very strange reality down here. I always say that. you got to keep that in mind. You know, like, you know, the, the left side of your body is controlled by the right side of your brain and vice versa. It's crisscross. It looks like the sun rods, and in the actuality, the sun don't rise. You know what I'm saying? It looks like mm-hmm. planets are above your head. And how can a planet be above your head? When in all actuality, the planet, and we look at the grid of the solar system, is millions and millions of miles behind you in this orbit mm-hmm. around the sun. It's behind you. How the hell do it look like it's over here? Like, this is a strange place. It's very strange. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Male, female energy, left, right hand. Like, this this, this place is weird. So you have mm-hmm. to understand the balance and factor of two extremes. Mm-hmm. Because God mm-hmm. exists in be- God is in the middle of those mm-hmm. extremes. In the middle of those extremes, you know, mm-hmm. so especially especially in the male-female dynamic. Mm-hmm. And that's what God, he resides right there in the middle. When a man and woman are looking at one another and they like each other, they feel each other, that is God that exists in between that space. Mm-hmm. And I can prove it. Kabbalistic wise, you got you got you got to go to the Hebrew and look at it. Who is Adam and who is Eve, and what do it really esoteric wise? What is it saying between these two parties and what our dynamic is? Because it's, it's it's all about the it's all about the union, it's all about the mm-hmm. union, and that's what God exists at the union between two poles. But not so. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I agree with you. You use that well, experience you know- to understand. Yeah, because the thing is, I think we get caught up in that. Like, we, we only want the good, right? We only want to experience that part. Like, you know, the good, the, you know, this is what I'm supposed to experience. But what we term as being bad or term as being uncomfortable or irritated is not favorable. So because it's not favorable, it's wrong. That's the way we throw it into. So, right, if we look at the, you know, like I said, the daily aspects, and then today said that, you know, we were going to, you know, have some issues, whether we argue or we don't argue out of that situation, you see what I'm saying, it's still a part of learning something in it. Because, you know, even when you read the aspect, it always say, okay, this is what's going on, but it is because of this. It is to show you this. So it does not mean that if you argue, you messed up, or if you, um, you know, went on a tangent that you messed up. It's just that sometimes when we are on those tangents, we tr- we miss the picture. We miss the other parts, which is you are you are going to feel this way because of this. So sometimes we get wrapped up into the we're feeling this way that we miss the other parts of it, but it's all a part of the picture. Like I, I frequently use this as um, an idea, right, is that I always tell people, like, if you can picture yourself standing in a space and you look completely ahead and at the end of the road, you know, there's this house, there's sunshine, there's kids playing and, 
you know, just everything that's fun and enjoyable and, and laughter and food and all this kind of stuff. But where you're standing is really, really cloudy. And it's like we, we wish so hard that, you know, I just want to get there, I just want to get there. But if you realize that the part of where you're standing and the cloudiness is also a part of you, you seeing that picture because you couldn't, you couldn't see it otherwise. You see what I'm saying? You couldn't see it if it wasn't a whole thing. So sometimes we have to understand that it's all-inclusive. It's all-inclusive. The cloudiness of where you're standing right now because you, you're going to, obviously you're going to get to the house because you can see it. You know, the only way you, you wouldn't be able to get to the house is if, you know, like, you know, you'd be telling the person your dream or a vision and they can't see it. That means they'll never get to that because they'll never see it. But you, on the other hand, if you keep seeing that vision, then eventually it, it, it manifests. So it's coming. So everything, where we stand, you know, where we've been and where we stand and where we're going is all inclusive to the idea of everything. And so that's what, you know, when I was asking about, you know, just the, the ideas of how we can avoid the emotional situation because I think we need to really look at how, you know, what we think when it comes down to just emotional uproars and really, really, really come into the spiritual perspective, you know, of what it's for. What is it used for, you know? Because you, when you get hit from a spiritual perspective on something that's going on, and I, I've read a lot of daily stuff that say you're going to do this, but sometimes when those words are flying, and you get hit in that gut from something, it makes you go into an emotional situation, whether you verbalize it or not. You don't have to say anything, but it still takes you there. And when you go there, you learn some things about yourself. You see what I'm saying? Yes, 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 absolutely. So, you know, that's deep. That's, that's really deep when we really look at that whole thing because we want to turn something as being good or bad. But, you know, and I want to, we like, well, we didn't talk to where we only got like 40 minutes left, and I want to make sure that I open up the lines for for people that definitely, and I see people got their hands up now that definitely want to ask a question. But I wanted to see, like, we always talk about what's going on today. Like, what's the energy of today? And what can mm-hmm. we do today or following out through this week to just see ourselves in a different light of what we're here, for us to remember. That's what we want to start saying. <clears throat> what can we do this week to help our remembering stages? Mm-hmm. Well, um, it can be an individual basis or it can be a collective thing, too. And that, that's one thing. And see, that that's, that, that, that's a classic example of the contrast in astrology. What's favorable for me today may not be favorable for, for you know, let's just say you today. You know what I'm saying? Um, because the energies may be opposing you, whereas the energies for me are more congruent and I should be doing something. You know what I mean? But still, if you just, and see, that's, that's, that's personal. But, like, put the personal down and say, all right, what is just the heaven saying? Let's get into more of, right. a, of, a, of a solar aspect of it. So when the heavens are saying this, you know what I'm saying, then we could do X, Y, Z, you know, collectively, regardless of the point, because the only thing we're going to do is we're going, we are going to mirror what is taking place upstairs. And that's what we just got finished doing on the equinox. Um, and then before I forget that point, that's important, because if you go and coach, you took some beautiful pictures, man, it's magnificent, and I really think, and I know I don't even think, Definitely further your um your interest inside of uh, photography and whatnot. So, um uh, when we went to Stone Mountain, 
it was foggy at the top of the mountain. And when we got in the prayer circle, myself and Minister Jew, we performed something that is known as the Lesser Banishing Ritual Pentagram. <clears throat> it's very important in Western magic. I don't care what level of magician you are, it's just you're supposed to practice this. Um, it deals with banishing negative energy out your aura. And I left early. I left the mountain early. Um, but when you see the pictures that they took at the end of their collective um, circle, their meditation circle, all of those clouds, because you use clouds. I want to touch on that, too. All of those clouds were gone, vanished. Completely gone. You can see when I got to the bottom of the mountain, I can see the top of the mountain clearly. All of those clouds were gone, totally vanished. Um, saying that to say, because we looked at something in the heaven and we chose to uh, reenact that. So what we can do um, today, you know, you look at the the, the classic thing is, is is just seven planets rules the seven days of the week. Tuesday is Mars Day. It's the day of aggression. Uh, if you take the time out to listen to your environment, you may hear sirens a little bit more active on Tuesday than any other day of the week because it rules the police force, injuries, things like that. Um, you know, it has a specific color. Mars is red. It has a specific scent, dragon's blood. Um, and you can start, you know, just doing, like, you you can just start doing Martian principles. You can do something like, we know Mars is at home. Mars is in Aries right now. Mars is at home. Like, so if the, in, in Aries, you know, this represents the conquest, the fight, the initial drive, to take the, to take the initiative and do something, become a leader. And you can look at this individually and see where it is in your own chart and you know how to hone in on that a little bit more personally. And I definitely recommend that. But collectively, um, just simply, you know, you set a goal. You set a goal and you ride this you ride this wave out on pushing something forward. Um, so I can't say, you know, I'm just saying generally speaking, that's the formula. You know what I'm saying? Now if I sit here long enough and look and say, Okay, what we should do, you know, that's that's something you know, that's something that we can do. And I and I'm telling you, every time we do it, again, it's a DVD that we have called Galactic Activation. Every time that we concentrate on it, the law of correspondence is going to come back. See, think about this. The earth is traveling in a circle. Right? So so time is a circular thing, the old saying what goes around comes around. So when you send the thought out there, where do you think that thought going? Going in a circle. So it'll come back. And guess what? You would pick up other people's thoughts. Where do you think ideas come from? Like that that I'd be tripping off that. We used to be sitting here talking about this, right? And then all of a sudden we start talking about you know, a cartoon or something. Like, where the hell did that idea come from, the origin of the idea? The origin of the idea is just because the idea is in the ether already, and sometimes there's somebody else's thoughts. Take it a step further, maybe your ancestors' thoughts. That's, pre- that's pre-programming this whole physical reality, but that's a whole other story. But, you know, what to do, G, I can't, you know, I, I won't say, you know what I mean, what to do. I, I just tell you how to do it, you know what I mean. You look at the theme of the week, you know what I mean. Theme of the week, Mars is the strongest player because it's at home. 
Mars-Venus conjunction. Venus is definitely, she's out of pocket when she's in Aries, but it's okay now because Mars, the warrior, always yearns to look for her. Anytime there is a Mars-Venus connection, this is a very passionate connection, very passionate. If men and women have these connections, and I say, you want to know if your, if your girl feeling him or if you want to know if your man feeling her, See if it's an interplay of this energy right here because it's going to be very passionate, and it's nine times out of ten they will have a sexual experience for sure. It's a passionate thing. So that's in the air right now, along with the sun in Aries, of course, because we just hit the equinox. So the sun is exalted in Aries because spring is is here for us in the northern hemisphere. The sun feels good. So you got sun, Venus, then Mars. So you got this woman, Venus, she's being sandwiched by two men. So <laughs> Venus in the tarot or the tree of life represents the 14th path. The 14th path becomes the path of the empress, the woman of fertility. So cosmically speaking, she can have two men right now. This is what's, being, what's going on in the sky or it represents this one man, the sun, who's using a miniature energy of Mars to pursue her type of thing. So it's a lot of um this this is a time for, for, for couples to get together and really do some passionate things. It don't necessarily have to be the sexual play. Um but it definitely Aries, Mars involved, it represents some type of physical sport type of thing. When I say sport I ain't really talking about basketball or anything, but I could be. I'm just saying sport activity. <laughs> it's physical. You see what I'm saying? So you have to really ride this wave because these planets move pretty fast. Venus will be coming out. She'd be getting ready to go home sometime in the middle of the month. She'd be going over into Taurus where her frequency is much different. And then the paradigm's going to shift and we need to be thinking about money. It's going to be a good one for Coach. So, you know, money's coming. Money's coming in Taurus. Venus coming home. So before she get home, you deal with it now. This is a time now that obviously is clearly saying that relationships, men and female relationships need to get together right now, put that fire, build that bond that you have right now because when Venus moves, she's going to go on the Taurus. The sun will be coming right behind her, all right? And then next thing you know, the frequency turns into finances. So what you need to initiate is a plan of action, because that's what Mars and Aries is, is action, a plan of action on how you can get into the next frequency, make some damn money together, things that you mm-hmm. value. So it may not be how you make money. This may be things of, you know what, let's do or let's, let's spend some time around the things or people that we value, the things we hold valuable to us. So it may not have a monetary thing to it. It's, it's, it's something to value. So then you follow that thing. So what I'm seeing this week for sure is the male-female dynamic uh, right now because of Mars, Venus, and the sun are together in the sky. And that's okay. male-female energy. So want to get on that. want to get on that. Jupiter supports it right now. And when you get a Jupiter blessing from Gemini, you know that's an opportunity because it, it represents Aries to Gemini is about two signs away. So 30 degrees each sign, a 60-degree angle is called a sextile. A sextile represents an opportunity, an opportunity to do what? Jupiter represents, you know, expansion and growth, an opportunity to grow where? You see what I'm saying? Well, Aries is taking action in Gemini's communication. Gemini, if it's communication, is written, it's oral, it's contractual. Let's make an agreement to do something, an agreement to do what? Well, the next energy is about to go into the sign of money. Bet. Let's make a plan on how we're going to get some guap together. 
cool. Gigi, you got an event in June. I'm there. Thank you for the opportunity, babe. Let's make it happen. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. What about this? What about this um, Capricorn Moon we're dealing with? Capricorn Moon Moon is uh, said to be in her detriment right here <clears throat> um, because the Moon traditionally rules Cancer, and Capricorn is total opposite of Cancer. So anytime a planet is in this opposite sign, it's considered to be its detriment or its fall. It's supposed to be a weak position. Um, I like it. I like the Capricorn Moon because it was the first Moon that we did to shift the paradigm. When the Moon is in Capricorn, the Moon is sitting directly um, opposite of our Sun Sirius. So she reflects. She's technically reflecting the light of Sirius when the Moon is in Capricorn. Um, I like the Capricorn Moon because the 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 sea. I don't necessarily agree with all of the uh, the basic laws of astrology just because a planet is total opposite of sign. It does extreme. It don't do good there. Um, if the moon rules all the water and, and the moon is feminine and the earth sign is feminine and Capricorn is the last of the earth sign, and then when you know exaltations, meaning each planet... Um, each planet has another zodiac sign that it does extremely well in. For the moon, is Taurus. So when the moon is in Taurus, she's what we call exalted. And Taurus is an earth sign. But Capricorn is the last of the earth sign. In fact, it's often depicted as this sometimes uh, a sea goat. It's kind of like an aquatic figure. Um, but it's a goat, you know, and it's talking about it has some element of water to it. So we all know that as far as gender-wise, you know, um, Earth and water signs are feminine, and they, you know, they 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 support one another. They yin. So the moon and Capricorn is just in its polar opposite. It don't necessarily mean that it's weak. You know what I mean? So I like the placement because Capricorn deals with government. It deals with structure. Pluto, it is conjuncting Pluto right now, and Pluto deals with the power of sex. It's a Scorpio thing. The power to transform on a cellular level to regenerate, but it's definitely a very high-strung sexual energy. Now, one thing is this. Women, you have to, uh, this is not a time for you to sexually tease somebody because when the moon conjuncts Pluto and it's forming a square to the sun and it's forming a square to Mars, the sun could be an ego-driven person. Mars can be an ego-driven person, too. It's a lot of passion. It's a lot of fire. So Pluto is in sex, power, and control. Mars does, too, and it's a co-ruler of Scorpio. So that tells you that when it's squaring each other, it's this challenge. So it's like, yeah, you're looking good, but you want to, like, you want to be like tongue kissing me and let me freak on you with my pants on and all. You didn't, but you don't want to give it up. Now you gonna give it up. You tripping? You know what I mean? It, that's that's how Pluto come in. You know what I'm saying? So there's an advisory out there that you gotta watch it. You got ladies, you gotta watch yourself. And men too, you know what I'm saying? Because shit, they act like uh, women. There are some aggressive women that will try to take it from you. Shit, let's not act like only you know women are victims here. And um, they gotta watch that because that energy's in the air, you know. Um, but the moon in Capricorn, I really like it because it gives us the ability. Because the moon is the astral plane of magic, so it's where all our thoughts reside. We need to learn how to pull that energy down and put some form and structure to it. And anybody who are having relationship challenges. 
today potentially gives you uh, a beautiful outlet to come to the table and talk about those challenges so you can successfully dissolve that issue. Why? Because Pluto represents transformation in the end, and so does Mars when it rules Scorpio, you see. So it squares Venus. Venus is the relationship. And and it gives you the ability to just, you know, come to the table and you dissolve it. And the moon is in the phase right now where she's uh, waning. So she's decreasing in light because we just had the full moon last week. So she's decreasing. So if if there's some things that you need to um, let out of your life, this is the perfect time to let it go. And, And to me, especially when the moon is said to be in a weak position, her weak positions are Capricorn and Scorpio. That's what they say traditionally. But it, it it's a time where you may find, like, water travels the path of least resistance. So when the moon is in this, what we would call a debilitated state, Capricorn, Scorpio, is the times that you could actually let things go. And that's what Pluto does. It's about the death and the end and the transformation. And it's coupled with the moon, so that's what we can do. We can do that with that moon. Yes, for all all the women who are in in the living the line, we know that's that Oya energy, trying to clear things out. So we know that's who we use though, that Capricorn and that um, Scorpio for the definite clear. So when I saw that the Capricorn moon was was up today, and this is what's going on, then you know it's some it's some clearing point. Some gonna come out to clear. Bottom line, you know whether or not you give attention to it now or later, it's definitely gonna you know come up. So I just wanted to. Kind of make sure people know because this is something that, you know, like I said, on a, on a daily basis, if you can kind of have this information, just kind of look at, you know, when it comes down to reading, do you read, did you read horoscope, like your daily horoscope? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. You know, believe it or not, gee, I don't really read my chart like that because I, I live in the moment. Sometimes I like living in the mystery of life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I don't read it. So Aquarius of you. <laughs> well, you gotta like just experience the moment. You know what I mean. And then, right. and then you 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 can go back if you want to. You know, I choose to. You go back and you make the connection later. You know what I mean. And and and, and that's the fun part. The fun part is when you didn't you didn't necessarily peek into the heavens. Um, you go for this experience, and you know you 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 meet the experience, and then to be able to remember, like you were talking about, being able to remember the experience, and know. To me, I I, I like the interaction between people. You know, who is this brother? You know what I mean. What am I supposed to do with this brother? You know what I mean. Who is this sister? Why why are we meeting right now? You know what I mean. What's the connection? You know what I mean. And then then go back and define. So sometimes no, I don't look at. I don't read my horoscope. I like to live in a mystery. Surprise me. Feels better that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. Um, you have somebody who has their finger up in the chat room. I don't know. I know Kyir said in the um, in the chat room that he wants you to do a reading on him. So, Kyir, you can go ahead. If you're not already on the call, go ahead and call in. If anybody else is in the, in the uh, you know how to read. <laughs> well, what about me? Can I have one? I can't. Oh no? man. Yeah, you can. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You shave. Whatever you want to do, we can do it. You know, I'm with it. Well, if anybody, because we have, we have tons of people that's, that's on the phone. So if mm-hmm. everybody's on the phone, if you have any questions um, for Ampoo, definitely press 1, and it'll put you in queue so we can let you through, so you can see what it is that you want to say. Um, let's see. 
I'm going to go ahead and open up to Kair. He's on 336, I think. I'm thinking it's you, Kair. 336-541215. Kair, you're live. Peace, peace. What's happening, fam? What up, Lord? How you uh, doing? Blessed by the best, too sexy to be stressed, and worth my weight in diamonds and gold, just like y'all. Diamonds and gold, man. That's what it is, That's what's up. What's up, What's up, Noble? Man, ain't nothing, man. Just chilling, man, in the lab, doing what I do, man. Gigi be bringing in them gangsters in this joint. Y'all are living alive. It's so spoiled. Gigi's a spoiler. Uh, DNA, you you so winning right now. You just you know what I'm saying. You a smart DNA. Probably one of the smartest dudes in the A right now. You know I just I be sitting back congratulating smart ass gangsters. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. And then Ampu over there reading the whole situation. You know what I'm saying. Mid. Me and DNA created it. Me and Gigi was talking about it. And now uh, Ampu came in here and finished it. Ampu, you ain't heard the term. We call it romantro. Romantro. Some romance and finance, <laughs> nigga. Romance and finance. Romantro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Nobody. DNA's a genius. I was just putting it out there. He said, yeah, man. I'm talking about some romantro. You know what I mean? Nobody talking about no damn casual shit, nigga. Bring some. Pay a bill. Put, uh, make that make that bank account get fatter. I was like, amen. You know what I mean? So, for sure. You know, DNA, you and Gigi are invited to come on over to the crib. Ampoo came all the way from five different states. And he done beat y'all over to the house. And I'm right over here in the same town. So, y'all ready to come over and get some of these black eyed peas and rice and some fish and some turnip <laughs> grains? You know, y'all can call at us, you know. But um, I wanted to ask, before I got my little mini reading, I wanted to ask uh, Ampoo, um, his take on um, on North and South Node, you know what I'm saying, placement in people's natal chart. I've been I, I've been on that kind of heavy North, North Node and mm-hmm. South Node, and then and then I got a question after that. So me, I look at well, I ain't, I ain't gonna well, yeah, I'm gonna just throw the uh, start the ball rolling like North Node. I call that spiritual destiny, even though your whole chart is your spiritual destiny. Like uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Joel Pukum says, your chart shows you how you died in the last lifetime, you know what I'm saying, how you would kill yourself again if you don't get it right. And mm-hmm. the South Node, I look at that as your karma past and personal poisons, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then and then my, my nephew came over one day, and he saw my board on the floor. Now, this cat is like five, he's like four, five years old. He was like, Uncle Jeffrey, because my government. He's like, Uncle Jeffrey. And the first thing he touched was the North Node piece. And he said... What's these headphones? <laughs> and we was like, damn, because you're supposed to listen to your North Node. And here this child comes in and he just touches this piece and say, what's this right here, Uncle Jeffrey? What's these headphones? And he touches the North Node. So I'm going to ask that question on the behalf of the youth right there. You know, what's your feelings on the North and the South Node positions <clears throat> in people's chart? Um, I like uh, I like the def. I, I agree with you a thousand percent exactly what the what those definitions are. Um, when I used to do consultations because I, I stopped doing them now, um, I conclude with that, with the North Node and South Node, because it is the cherry on top of the whipped cream, literally. Everybody needs to know um, exactly what your past life, let's just call it your past life karma was, is 
and you need to know the future of what your soul's evolution orientation is going to be. And the unique thing about these points are they are not physical bodies in the sky like Mars and Venus. These It is a mathematical formula that suggests that when this planet, the moon, intersects the ecliptic, this particular path, it forms a point of reference right here. And it's very amazing because now what we're talking about is space equals energy. And we know that to be true because the constellations all have energy. You know what I mean? So it is the space that has energy. It is the space that when we collectively on the mound and you lead us in an exercise of Tai Chi in a circle and we step back and then we step back into that energy field that we just created, you can feel a magnificent increase, a, a tremendous difference. It is the space that is around you that has the energy. See what I'm saying? So the North Node, South Node, man, is, 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 is like I said, it's so important to me that when I was doing personal consultation, um, I made sure I concluded with those particular points. Now, the game is deeper. It's deeper than that, man. The, the, the game is deeper than traditional astrology interpretation for clients and how you get to the money. It's valid. We need that. But I'm going to tell you all something. The true healing, the healing of physical ailments, the true healing, and even getting past blockages in your life, it's not about the interpretation of the chart. It really is when your conscious mind can travel back to a previous incarnation to see the root cause in that lifetime will immediately remedy the situation in your physical life now. That's the, that. That's where it is. It's in the realm of the 12th house, the realm of Neptune, the realm of your super god consciousness. It's what really solves that. The only way that we truly gonna break up out of here is you must have a uh, you you must be consciously aware of your experiences in previous lifetimes while you alive. See, and, and that's that's a whole another story. I don't know how I got there. You know what I mean? But I'm I'm saying that it, 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 we gotta go a little bit more deeper into that in, into that whole twelfth house area. Um, but, yeah, it's important, Coach, that the nose is important. It's very important um, that when you're doing the combination between people, um, you want to look and see how how these people are being stimulated. Do you stimulate my soul's mission? Or are you in opposition to that? Do you block it somehow while all your plan is being in, you know, in direct opposition to where my north node is? You know what I'm saying? I give, I give you an example. You know, here's, a, here's a classic example, right? The south node. Traditionally, they don't show you this on the chart, but you have to know that the south node is automatically opposite the north node. You will see an interpretation. I use astro.com a lot because the, the charts are just clear, not all cluttered. Um, the south node is automatically opposite the north node. And what happens here is, you, well, for one, you see two different things. You see something called mean node and, and true node. They're, they're the same thing, but they're just different mathematical formulas on how they got to that particular point, all right? So it's talking about the same thing. It's talking about the north node, all right, your soul's evolution. When I was married, 
my then wife, South Node, um, was about 13 degrees Aries. And I had Venus at 12 degrees Aries. If Venus represents who you marry, who the hell did I marry? Marry somebody from the past. So you ask, because I don't even tell people this. And this, this, this is this is no, this is some serious stuff. And I can tell you, Coach. You know, because I, I, I just, I love you. You know what I'm saying? You marry somebody from the freaking past. <laughs> it's obvious. You know what I'm saying? Then you start looking at other different parallels. So when you're dealing with the nodes, the nodes, man, is very, very critical because it's going to tell you if this person propagates your soul growth or is this something from the past. You know what I'm saying? That's the best I can get with it. I can't take it no further than that with the nodes. Gigi, I apologize for not sending them sound effects over. I will be sending them sound effects over, god damn it, right after I get off the phone today. Uh, uh, somebody put your email address where you want them to say. Whoever's in the chat room, put that email address where I'm supposed to send these sound effects. You're supposed to be dropping bombs on what that nigga just said right there. Good gracious. Now, <laughs> yeah. Y'all better rewind. Download, download the show. Rewind that part and just play that like six times. And then that's worth a consultation right there. But as for me, I do an hour and a half consultation now. And I'm like, ample, I'm on the way out. I got bigger things to do than be doing 90-minute consultations. So, you know, if you want to get one, you better catch me because I'm on the way out. I want, I love it. And I super agree with, like the brother said, I don't really be looking at my chart like that. Like, I, that's why I'm calling. I said, yo, I... I go to cats wiser than me, or I go to my peers and be like, what you see? Because in the Bible, the best astrology book ever written, you know how they always, they got that book, the only astrology book you ever need? You ever need. Yeah, mm-hmm. nigga, yeah but the Bible is the best one ever written. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the first, about, the, the first about astrology is Proverbs 3, 5, lean not on your own understanding. That means don't get caught up trying to read your own chart. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've been looking at my shit 12 foot. Almost 13 years, and I see different shit every day, and I find that if I just go to Ampu or go to Ra or go to Jew or go to somebody like that, Ampu came in my crib, sat down. I asked him about this sister. He was like, well, you know, cut that out right fast. This nigga, like in three minutes, he gave me like a year's worth of work. I was like, thank you, appreciate that. And he highlighted it, which is one of the things that I really want to do as far as um, – in my wedding ministry, a lot of people don't know I started a ministry and I want to marry people. You know what I'm saying? That's I'm, I'm always talking about relationships. I got Mars and Venus and Gemini in my tenth, so you know matrimony, these um, these type of things um, is like I want people to have good relationships. You know because of what my past was, and the the first couple I married, I told them you get a consultation the night before, so you know what you getting yourself into and um you hit on the point a cat turned me on to the north and south nodes. I had Mars conjuncting this sister's um north node in a symmetry chart <clears throat> and she told me later she says it always felt like you were coming at me. And I was like, I don't even give a damn about I ain't trying to correct you, I'm trying to love you. But she's like, Yeah but to me it feels like you're always challenging me and you're always coming at me. I ain't know anything about, you know, the North Node at that particular point. 
And then later on when I seen it, I was like, damn. And then I called her because we're still friends. And I was like, yo, I understand what you're saying now. Like, we can be friends, but for us to cohabitate and not discuss this, that you always going to feel this energy, you know, like I said, the relationship, I I guess we were together for about seven, eight months. You know what I'm saying? And it started out real passionate, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But when that, when that, your spiritual destiny is agitated by someone else's, um, by someone else's uh, planetary energy, you have to pay attention to that. And that's why now when I answer questions in different rooms and stuff, like if I'm over there at Juju Mama or if I'm over at my group, what men are thinking, and they be talking about asking men or they asking about their man, I be like, well, just give me the birthday. I'm not getting ready to give you no general-ass answer. Because all of y'all ain't built for monogamy, and all of y'all ain't built for polygamy. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all mm-hmm. who trying to act like, somebody's like, well, why, what's the number one reason men cheat? Well, shit, a, goddamn, um, a Venus in Gemini, and he ain't cheating. He's just doing what he do. He can't help it. You know what I'm saying? But the female, her, her Venus in Gemini, that's a placement for real that you like multiple partners. You know what I'm saying? And multiple partners like you. You may be... And I'm at a here. I am a Taurus. I lo, I love women, and I want to be with one woman, but I can't stop women from coming. <laughs> so I look in there and say, "Well, can I can I move Venus? You know what I'm saying? Out of Gemini in my natal chart and my natal promise? Hell no. So I'm always looking at like what is affecting that. You know what I'm saying? Like what's pinning the board, and like seeing what's transiting. Like and when I see transiting planets affect that. I'd be like, wow. And, like, people who may say, y'all talking too deep, you could just find one point and find out when the moon is hitting that. Like, you could get a, get a moon reading or something and, like, just find out ten dates over the next nine months. I mean, I'm sorry, next 30 days, where is the moon going to be triggering certain aspects? Like, I was on the phone with a sister yesterday, and she got six planets. She got six planets in one sign. And the moon was going to be hitting them at, like, in the 45 minutes from the time we was talking. I was like, look, I'm going to let you get off the phone. You're getting ready to go through some shit. That you're getting ready to sweep through all of them planets, you know. So let me tell you what's coming, and you get a glass of water and go outside on the porch, you know, and chill. So I definitely mm-hmm. um, feel that. Now, my quick question real quick, because I know you got the line blowing up, everybody, because they're going to really hit the lines. Y'all better press one now, because after y'all – your ample go in on me. He don't do consultation, so he may do a mini reading for y'all. What I was looking well, at, Luke, I had a question. Wait, hold on, Kyer. Kyer, before you go in, because we kind of we run, we got about eight minutes that's going into us. So I just want to make sure that everybody knows if you're in the chat or on the Internet and you want to continue on the call, definitely call in. The guest number is uh, 718-305-6377. Again, that's 718-305-6377. Okay. Now, see, Ampu Gigi, she's she, she's a gangster too. Cause I listen to her, cause she'll channel some shit down and be like, "What I think I hear," and I'll be like, "Ooh, that was good." <laughs> so, <laughs> and um, so even on the show when she didn't say nothing, the question that she asked you, you know, triggered that, and you was talking about, you know, how Pluto and the Moon, the Moon and Capricorn is like uh, aspect in certain things in your chart. So I just went ahead and turned the dial over there right now. I got that moon and Pluto trying in my south node as well as trining uh, Mercury and Saturn. What can you give a brother today? You know what I'm saying? Give me, uh, give me a birthday again, Coach, because I'm in my other astro account. 5-17-70, baby. Oh, man. 
and Apple will solve, help you solve some um, ancestor mysteries too. I ain't giving up the one we're working on, but with y'all the, uh, need to come on from Mr. Tom and Bird, p.m. In D.C. Nation's yeah. capital, baby, your favorite city, or your second favorite, whichever one. I don't know if you call Philly or you can call D.C. Nation's capital. Oh, man, neither one of them. I'm the, man, I was born in the swamp, son. <laughs> and what are we looking at again? We're looking at the moon-Pluto conjunction. We're we, we looking at the transiting moon-Pluto conjunction. Uh, uh-huh. Trying in my south node and trying in my um, Mercury and Saturn. Because me, I'm in the. The reason I ask that because I'm in this King of Diamonds Neptune period right now. So I'm always looking ahead <clears throat> just a little bit because I know the sun. I know all that's ready to come hit that. Mars, you, Mars, you, Venus, you and the sun it. is getting ready to go. Say what? That says you, you said it. You, you, you said you said the ancestral thing. So you got you got you got Pluto and Neptune. Pluto and the Moon is transiting your fourth house. Pluto Pluto is death. Pluto is the one that's gonna take you into the deep abyss of the mystery schools, man. That's what Scorpio do. They put you in the mystery schools. They should put you in the mystery schools. Um, and with the South Node and the twelfth house, you know you've already reached spiritual enlightenment before, but you get to see with your chart because it's the it's it's the oxymoron thing, right? It's like okay, you got the north node. There's people who got like you all because you're almost a Libra when the chart is inverted, meaning that the houses are on a total opposite sign. You see what I'm saying? It becomes an oxymoron. I'm show you. So you got like the, the south node is in Virgo in the twelfth, but the north node is in the sixth house in Pisces. So if the south node in the 12th house simply represent you spent the past south node in spiritual illumination, 12th house, but now you must grow in servicing people, 6th house, to spiritual illumination, Pisces. You see what I'm saying? It's like, wait a minute, it's the same thing. And that's what happened. People with Libra risings, when the chart is totally inverted like that, perhaps have some of the most strangest relationship karma because everything is just totally upside down. You see what I'm saying? Uh, and don't let the aspects back it up where you got issues with the relationship planets in your chart, and you're really going to be going through it. Um, so, But this is what I see with this particular transit, Coach. And, and you know, I, I deal with my whole thing is paying attention to the rhythm of conversation. Um, I know without a shadow of a doubt <clears throat> Um, you are the reincarnation of a family member. Y'all share the same birthday. You had a conversation with a guy yesterday going back into history, come to find out what were the odds, I guess one out of 52 because it's 52 cards in the deck, that this guy will be the same card that you are and your ancestor are, and he knew your ancestor. What was the odds of that? The odds of that was just simply saying, Cosmos saying, listen, I'm going to give you a mirror of yourself. Because everything that you have in question about this individual is you. Now, today you come and seek more clarity on it because the only thing we listen to what I said, you got to go back. Pluto takes you back, but the 12th house takes you into the real abyss. It puts you in the mind of the God. God is Neptune. God is confusion. Believe that. That's where he exists at. For some reason, he chose 
Wacky crazy. My favorite sign to study Pisces as the seal of the will. So the mysteries of God and this evasiveness, this cloudiness, this confusion, God dwells there because what happens when that energy is properly cultivated? All your psychic channels and intuition starts to flow. You know what's going to happen before it even happens. You see the reality through dreams or through meditation, through trance, however you get it. You get information from the divine world before it actually happens. That's why my model was I'd never taught psychics astrology. I always felt like, no, you're going backwards in your own evolution. Although what we hold is the key and more of a tangible proof, but you get to the part where you know and you get the communication from the God source itself, where you don't have to stop and look at planets, this and that. No, live within God. So with for you, the South Node being here, you come from a divine world, but you're blessed because you have to put that work of service in again just to tap it all over again through the Pisces frequency. So what I get out of this, because the moon represents a parent, but see, when it's in the fourth house, it's an ancestor. You see what I'm saying? And it don't necessarily have to be a female just because it's the moon. It don't go that way all the time. It represents a parent. It's the nurturing one. You see what I'm saying? So your south node being there and Pluto is trying in that, you are looking, and that's how easy it came to you yesterday when you were doing research, you are able to channel someone or pick up someone who is a direct reflection of you because right now with this placement, Pluto, death, rebirth, moon, intuition, fourth house, I'm going to take you back to your ancestral lineage, but it's going to be a spiritual connect to it because your self knows as well. It's easy because it's a trine. There's easy access for you right now. So with this particular transit, I will continue seeing what Pluto is going to be there for a little minute. He moves slow. It gives you the ability to you for you to, on the higher side, to me personally, you uh, you utilize your you utilize the connection with your immediate family, your ancestors on the other side, and you also tap into the real estate market of acquiring land and allow them to be the chief deity over that operation. Hence, your family had land. So what you do is he has his own altar space that you dedicate to because the truth be told, you ain't doing nothing but worshiping yourself that was in the past, and you become the God living on two different planes in one reality. Thus you become Agent Smith in the Matrix. You everywhere. Yeah. I say all day on that. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to go further offline on that right there with that other piece, but... That was for mm-hmm. sure right there. Hey, I, I, uh, Gigi, we got to put the Jay-Z line on him. Can't leave rap alone. The game needs him. Didn't the man talk about mm-hmm, he ain't doing right. conversation? I, I told him that. I was like, listen, I don't know what that feeling is or what's going on, but hopefully, you know, with him being on the show today, then, you know, I don't know. Maybe it'll change. I'm putting it out there that it'll change because I just oh, can't see no. I can't, I can't see him doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't have this kind of information just say, you know what? I ain't gonna tell you nothing. Well, no, we gotta do other own. stuff. <laughs> you, you know, I'm gonna do stuff. We're gonna do stuff. I'm just the, the personal consultation thing. You know, I'm just, ah, I'm just, I'm tired. Well, what if, what, you know, well, what if a person needed though? What if they needed? You always talking about <clears throat> you got you, you have you have you got brothers like Coach that is very confident. Man, my man Jew, 
uh, my astrology coach network in total. Jen, Keisha, you got it's so many people that's there, you know, that, that know how to divine and give you accurate information. My job was just to come with a certain level of it, open up the door, and, and go to another, you know, go somewhere else with it and open up that door. Let's touch some vortexes. Let's make it rain. You know, let's 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 create rainbows. We can do all of that. The DVD Galactic Activation shows that I'm more into the power of it. Let's really harness it. Let's concentrate on birds and see if a damn bird will fly out the air. And it happens. That's the amazing part about it. It happens every single time. You know what I mean? So I'm, uh, you know, I'm more. Let's 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 put it in the ceremony. And, you know, I want to do something down there. You put that, you know, we come up the Stone Mountain, man, let's get it in on the mountain and, 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 and get into the theatrics of the cosmic place. So I ain't going nowhere. We just going to we just going to a whole another you know, a whole another part of the game. Well, that's good. So we definitely want to take that ride and see what it is that you got, you know, that you are sharing as you go along on your journey. Like this is a this is a thing. This, we're family. And, you know, we're just like cousins or, you know, whatever we were, we were to you before, we just want to make sure that we can kind of always be able to hear your perspective and just kind of, you know, this is how we grow and we learn. So I want yeah. to thank Tyre first for um, for just definitely being there at the spot at Fiends and Dragons and just kind of introducing me to the whole family that you had up there or whatever um, that came to Atlanta. And I know that we're definitely, definitely going to do more. I'm definitely looking forward to you coming to the Living the Line Conference. So we need to definitely work that out. Put it out there so we can let people know exactly, you know, that you're going to be here and, you know, that you're going to bring the family. And we're just going to have a good family weekend, you know, for June 7th through June 9th. And I know you got stuff that's going on, too. you got about four people that, that actually want to, want to say something. But before we lose anybody, I just want you to quickly just share um, any events that you got coming up that you want to kind of, like, share really quick. You know, when people get more information, they can definitely go to your site, myastrologycoach.com. But is there any any particular event or thing that's coming up that you want to share? Yeah, you know, um, yeah, visit the website, myastrologycoach.com. Click on the events. The next thing that we've got going on, um, May 5th is an Astro One class um, that we see. I do pop into that particular class. It's a very fun class if you want to understand the basics of your own natal chart. Um, you know, we definitely offer that um, to you. Um, what we got, and then, you know, the next big, big thing we got that, you know, let's have some fun. Um, uh, summer solstice, we, we going back to Carolina. We be in the Asheville, Charlotte area. Um, Friday night is from June 21st to the 24th. And, uh, Friday night when we check in, we're going to skate out, go to an observatory and look at the stars. <clears throat> Saturday morning, we're going to get up. We're going to go to something called Carol Winds, which is a big old amusement park. And we're just going to have a day of fun on Saturday and, um, you know, Sunday we're going to get up and then we're going to travel and we're going to go approximately 6,000 feet in elevation to a blue mountain, do some qigong on top of the mountain, have um, group meditation in a very, very high place. And uh, one thing about Carolina and Georgia, all that area, uh, that, that stuff is Atlantis. Don't don't be spooked out by it. Um, they know that it's Atlantis. I always say when I came to Atlanta the first time in 2010, when you look at the, the city seal, is a phoenix bird, and the slogan for Atlanta is resurgence, which translates to mean rise again. What is going to rise again? When Atlantis sunk down, Stone Mountain came up. Stone Mountain is a breast. <laughs> it's like it's a cosmic breast that is sending the signal, or it could be a cosmic phallus that is sending the signal to the, to the vastness of the, of the universe. So we got to touch these particular points. You know, we be, like I said, North Carolina, I mean, the Blue Mountains, the Crystal Blue is, is something that's magnificent that's there for you. 
Um, I always show pictures of, of portals or what we call light beings always pop up and accompanying us on these trips. And that's what it's about for me. You know, you know, when we get on these trips and you do things, how can you have an amazing time, see the correspondence, how can your life accelerate, you start acquiring your goals, but most importantly, can we have some divine interaction that takes place while you're on this trip? And a lot of people had that experience, you know, and, and that's 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 my job is to open up the North American gateway. You in the West, this this is the duat. This is the place where they talked about in the last days where you want to be. This is the land of the milk and honey. This is the vortex here that we have to act we have to, you know, properly activate. So, you know, join us on the summer solstice trip. It's gonna be all that June twenty first to the twenty fourth. Just hit the website, monstrologycoach.com and click on the event tab. Yeah, that sounds like fun. You know, I like fun yeah. fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna open, I'm gonna open up to um to area code three three six, and the last four is four two three nine. You are live. Hey, hey, Peace. Peace. What's going on, y'all? Yeah? Hey, Peace. What's going on? Man, I'm chilling. Um, I actually got kind of a late start today. Last night, so so crazy. I just like passed out. And uh, I just got up, like, a little while ago, actually, but um, I missed, like, pretty much the first part, like, maybe first 50 minutes, I think, of the show, what I chimed in, and um, to see if I could catch the rest. And I was just out walking, and then I heard Kair came in, and I just, like, got super-duper excited. I wanted to shout him out real fast. Peace Coach K, is he still there? Um, is he still, is he on mute, or is his line open? No, it's not open. Hold on a okay, well, why, well, why are you doing that? Peace, on pool. Peace, GG. Peace, brother. Um, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm just yeah. like, yeah. just still kind of wired. I'm just um coming out here to this local co-op to get some food and relax for a little bit. And um, I'm chilling right now, just listening to y'all, man. You dropping it, man. Like y'all got me over here hyped. Just um, <laughs> I'm always squirming in my chair when I listen to these shows, but. I just want to say I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you, Gigi, for um, continuing to bring the heat and uh, humble for you coming in and driving. I've listened to you a few times, but um, this just got me excited right now because there's so much going on and so much information is coming out, and I'm just loving it, y'all. I'm just loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. Definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Good, man. Peace to the God's yeah. Peace, man. <laughs> it was good, yo. We ain't doing nothing, yo. Let, let them other people get on the line. Me and you will chop it up, you know what I'm saying? I'm just happy that you in the network, you know what I'm saying? Congratulations. Yeah. Gigi got the star. She's stacking the deck up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gigi, work the shit out of Work him, Gigi. Work him. Work him. Work him. Work him. See, now, see, now what? I need to go and look and see in the chart and see why Kyrie is trying to do that to me today. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to be good So thank you so much still for calling in I'm going to open up this last call before we end the show uh, Area code 302 Uh oh Area code 302 Last 47840 Going once, going twice Well alright So anybody
That's what you kind of represent. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, it's kind of. Right I got other stuff going on besides that, so it's a kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see something real fast, G. I got you right here. Hold on, give me a second. <sighs> And I see you, 754. Um, I'm going to bring you in right after. You know, one thing, uh, the major thing for you, G, really, um, is you were born, like I told you, you you were born with an angelic marking, but uh, I don't know if I told you. um, Now is perhaps, let me see, where is it at? Okay. Now is, um, especially this year, the energy had been there for like maybe the last two, three years. Um, this is one of your golden years on really tapping into that spiritual source that we speak about, the God form realm through dreams or meditation work and trance. So um, really, really, really push that because it is a very long placement, you know, and it's there, like I said, easy for the next year. That's going to be easy. Then it'll back up, and then, you know, you got about a 14-year period, really, of some serious um, transformational work that you'll be doing. And I ultimately think that you will be somewhere in your development. You will be dealing with, not that you don't already, but you will be dealing more with um, people who have crossed over people who we consider to be dead. Um, I, like I always say, hey, they ain't dead. Only thing you got to do is take a camera at night with a flash, go to the graveyard and tell me what you see. You're going to catch some activity. I guarantee you that. You know, it's, there's, there's a transit that's taking place for the next 14 years that's going to highlight that area for you. And um, you were definitely born gifted, and this gift right now is being activated through Neptune and Archangel Gabriel because you have an angelic market. A lot of people are not born with angelic markings, and you are. You know what I mean. So you have um, you have access to moon magic, a little bit more easy than the average person does. Believe that. That's 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 there. So you know, I give you a fourteen year cycle. Really focus in on the deepness of metaphysics, spirituality. Um, also, watch who you share your money with. Um, because there's an element through a form of partnership where somebody can try to deceive you. So you want to just dot your I's and cross your T's. Um, if there's anything that deals with the states, things like that, you want to make sure that everything is up to par. You know what I mean? Um, and you get money. You're straight. So you got a very long transit that's coming to really bless you with um, communicating for the next world. And that, that's important. Really think about that. When you, we got We have... Was considered to be, uh, let's just say, ghosts, uh, spirits in a, in a different form. They're stuck in a certain reality, and some of these some of these spiritual kindreds are they're around us right now. You cut the lights off and put them plot the Ouija board, and let's really see what's happening. Like this stuff is real. Wait a minute, um, and so you know, you, you, when you have when you have this type of energy, they don't have nobody. Sometimes they be there to protect us. And work with us. Sometimes we need to send them off to the light so they can continue in their evolution. How do you a get in contact with them? B. How do you give them some justification? Imagine being a guardian angel and they don't even you don't even know your guardian angel name. You don't even know the ancestor that's there that's rocking with you. 
You don't even know this stuff. So they become agitated, believe it or not. Sometimes people, and this, this stuff is deep. You, you you have babies, miscarriages, or abortions, the thing these babies latch on to you, these souls, they latch on to you. So then they become what we call attachment spirits. They become violent, and they be causing mischief in your relationships. And you'd be wondering, we're talking about the thought form. Where do the thought come from for us to have a certain behavior that that, that that produces this friction? Sometimes we have spiritual interference, and we do not know that we have spiritual interference. I also may see with this transit with you, G, that your, 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 your channeling ability and your vision will um, drastically increase and you'll become uh, a representative for the light for people on the other side. Hmm. Hmm. Well, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Welcome. I got I got some things to think about. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we've talked so about you, this already. Have, some of this, yeah. some of this stuff you told me, you know, and I, I do enforce like um, having a, the the angel that's been with me. I told you that I've been dealing with Michael since I was a, a little little girl. For some reason, that was just the one that I. I'm actually just connected with. So we, we had some talks, and I really, really appreciate you because you give me a, a deeper insight on what what it is that I'm going through right now as far as things happening. I was seeing fairies last night. And so yeah, my husband gonna, went last yeah. night. I just, yeah. They just popped in and popped out. You're going to have a mystical experience. Yeah, you're welcome. And, you know, like I said, it's ways to see in astrology is fastest to it. It's ways that we can determine. Michael escorted your soul into this reality. He was on deck when he was coming in. So there's ways that we can determine that. But it's really it's, 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 it's Gabriel now that is working with you and your intuition. Mm-hmm. And now it's mm-hmm. been on that side. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Okay. Well, I know we we gonna, I don't want to hold you too much longer. I want to open up this call again to three zero two last last four is seven eight four zero. You are last. Hello. Can you hear me now? We can. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm I'm beautiful. Great. Um, I wasn't sure if it was um, reading based on the birth chart or I wasn't really clear. Yeah, it can be, absolutely. Well, I'm open, so whichever way is best for you. When your birthday? 31883. 
the relationship that you're seeking, it 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 has to accommodate that. It, it, it propels your soul's evolution into dealing with the healing arts. Um, I also think that the relationship that you seek will be somebody definitely from your past, um, and not only from your past. You have strong indicators that suggest that it would be somebody um, who was a parent of yours or vice versa, you were a parent with them. Uh, And the only way I could really know that in the sense of if if it's that person is to run their data, but my point of telling you this is you need to look for the deep connection in the the relationship, Um, not the the passion. you got to find the deep connection. Astrology is a tool that allows us to figure out the deep connection. Um, it's techniques that we use, but I won't give them out. Um, so I'm trying to just give you a way to, to figure it out a little bit here. Um, you want to look. You want to look for um, potentially, strongly potentially, um, Taurus energy, and I don't mean that the person is born a Taurus. Uh, and, and that's a misnomer too Like oh Taurus is supposed to get along with this sign here No 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 It don't really necessarily work like that That's a general description And that's great for starting But you know this person can be the sign That you don't get along with But have seven planets in Taurus And Taurus is a sign you get along with You're going to get along with this person That you normally it's said that you wouldn't get along with So we get stuck in sun sign astrology Oh Taurus and Scorpio don't go good together You know what I mean but this brother got, you know, they got seven planets in, in Aquarius. With my Aquarius planets, then we good money, we straight. So you want to look for imprint, a Taurus imprint in your life. Um, someone who is um, financially mature. They got money on their mind, um, and they have made some financial, or they're striving to make financial progress. And it ultimately definitely will be somebody that is from, uh, again, from your past. And they will, um, to a degree, they will reflect something about one of your parents. Um, yeah, they will reflect one of your parents, your father or your mother. They can have the same birthday. Or you can just get the Destiny card book, um, get love cards, get love cards, get love cards. And when you start looking at when you start looking at relationships, you run a birthday. And you, you first thing you do is you always know yourself, know your own car, what your cars are. Then run your families, and then start looking at the people who are coming into your life. Look at their cards and see if it match. Uh, you just got a strong indication that one of these men, the man, uh, will be a replica of one of your parents because you have um, you got parental karma that you have to work out in this lifetime. You know what I mean? And I usually ask the question if you had to relate, if you had to grade your relationship. It ain't too bad right there. But if you had to grade your relationship with your father, I'll start with him first. Uh, a, B, C, D, or F, what would your honest assessment be? F. See? See that? So, so, so the man, the man, see, that's what I'm saying about astrology. It ain't no hocus pocus. Like, how did I know that, that that's what attention is? It's indicators that tell us that. So the man that really is coming in is going to be a replica of that. He will be, y'all will have this parentage connection that y'all going to have to resolve. Or you can start working on the forgiveness aspect with your father. I do suggest that as well. 
have an excellent program that we created, uh, Minister Drew created, called Saturn 360. It's on the website, myastrologycoach.com. As soon as you as soon as you go to the website, it's right there on the front page. Just scroll down. It's a big old box that says Saturn 360. There's some, and you just went through a Saturn return too. So this is the time for you. This is a time where you're forced to grow up, and and, and it's time to cut the games and cut the fat. And I'm not saying you're playing. I'm just saying Saturn's energy is like that. It's, it's grow up because you're getting ready to go through um, a whole new cycle with life all over again. You have just now successfully. Um, and when we're 28 to 30, we had that Saturn return. You have just now went through all seven of your uh, chakras on a mature level, all right? And it's, it's just time. It's just time for you to, you know, it's time to grow up and get ready to um, make some make some power moves. But look for a man that is in a very authoritative position. He's a boss, so to speak, um, but he has family vibes to you. And we can help you with that. You know, Saturn 360 will help you dissolve the karma that you have with your father because you had that. And what happens is you could pretty much attract relationships that would stagnate you and take you down. There'd be these horrible karmic experiences. So there's some spiritual work that needs to be done to alleviate that kind of alleviate that. And some things we can actually do to better the relationship with the father as well. Um, and then that changes your law of attraction is the key. That's the whole goal. We want to change the law of attraction and whatnot, and then we can we can do that. So look, look, it's, it's, it's coming. It's cool, uh, but just make sure you know he's mature and financially responsible. Thank you. Right. Thank you very you're, much. You're very, you're very welcome. In fact, you know what? And when I say within the next three weeks, it's going to be somebody trying to get on you. Only thing you got to do is go out, go somewhere, um, or somebody because you wear your Venus. Somebody gonna call you or something, and 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 so it, it'll be some masculine, some masculine energy trying to get to you within the next three weeks, trying to but they make themselves known that they own you. So you know, run, run their birthday, get love cards, run their birthday, and start running the connections in that first. Okay. All right. We'll do. Thank you All very right. much. I really appreciate you're very, it. You're very welcome. Well, thank you. This show has been amazing. Like, the whole time I'm sitting here thinking, like, okay, we, we, we have to have some type of part two. Because I want to talk more about just taking this thing and, like you said, moving into Stone Mountain. How can we, you know, plan something together? And those who want to come together to do something like this, we need to talk more about this. And we need to use this platform to be able to do so so that people can know more, and they can be able to join us on this journey of really unlocking some portals. You say activation portal, and if this is really, if Stone Mountain is Atlantis, then that means we need to activate that portal, right? So we need to be kind of talking about, um, you know, how we can kind of merge this thing together. So I just want to thank you because we can completely, like, ran out of time, over time, and it's still going. <laughs> That's what it is. So, um I knew the show would be amazing because I knew, you know, just the things that you and I have talked about so far that was just so much information to share. So I want to um, thank you for being here, and I know you're coming back. I already know. Yeah, let me know. You know, let me know. I don't mind. You know, I, I love different platforms, and we, you know, we bust it up. So I'm, I'm open for it. Whenever you know, you know, I'm of service, man. That's what I do. So mm-hmm. you know, just hit me up. You need me, and I'm here. Well, thank you again. If you guys want to know any information. 
um, about Antool and the events and just how to get the activation portal and the Saturn 360, definitely go over to myastrologycoach.com. You can search them on Facebook. Like, you can, you can find them, Google them. Trust me, I did, and I found some information. So definitely um, get in contact with him. Stay in, con- in connection with him um, and the family to see what's going on. And in the meantime, we'll definitely be bringing him back. I hope to have Kaya back on the show. Um, I had him on the show a while back, and we had an amazing time as well. So this is just going to continue. This is the way that we branch out. We learn about who we are. We remember, which was, you know, kind of our topic for today, is just really remembering um, all this. We know this already, you know. We're just um, running into each other so we can make sure that these are the things that we do remember. So I want to thank you, um, everybody, for just being here today. We had so many people that called in, so many people that were in the chat room that were just really chopping up about what you were saying and everything, so um, we're definitely going to have a part two, so stay tuned for the Playground AstroCast on Tuesdays at 11, and y'all heard him say that he's going to be at the Living the Line Conference, so that means y'all have to be there too, and that's June 7th to June 9th. If you want more information um, as far as registration, just go to livingtheline.net, and again, I want to thank you so much, Noble and Pooh, for being here with me. It was amazing. So uh, Thank um, you. Anybody you want to give a last shout out to before we say um, peace and goodbye? <laughs> uh, peace to the family, man. Peace to everybody that supports. Thanks for the network, the whole movement, man. Mahogany dust, uh, you know, music is is fire. Uh, everybody, you know what I mean, and, and that's that's the key, y'all. The people, y'all have to understand that y'all hold the power, y'all to amplify, y'all are the amplification for the information that comes out. Believe that. Y'all play the most important role in what we call uh, consciousness. So all power to the people, and uh, thank y'all all. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I have one question, too, that came up in the chat room before we get out. Somebody mm-hmm. said ask you about the T-O-E-L love fund. Oh, the Toel Love Fund. Toel Love uh-huh. Fund, man, how can I forget that? I'm about to get shot at by the camp now. The Toel <laughs> Love Fund is a... Um, it's a fund that we put together. Um, brother was in distress, and we simply uh, we donate $13 every single month. And at the end of the month, we uh, empty out the pot and we pay four people bills. So you may get a payout about 150 160 It depends. Sometimes people drop off. So four people are chosen every month, and you come up um, you come up in that year. We make it where you know everybody get a turn once a year. And um, believe it or not, it's amazing. We've been doing it for over a year. Over, man, we probably got like over 70 people's bills has been paid. Coach participates in the fund. Big shout out to him. Mm-hmm. He had, he's had his bill paid from us. Uh, we dump the money in your PayPal account. What you want to do with it is your money. Uh, or we literally call the bill company and we pay it. We pay the bill and we, we do that as well, man. So it's just a simple, honest That's fund beautiful. just to contribute $13. You know, 13 is the woman, but 13 is also the number for unity in Hebrew, and it's also the masculine side of the tree. Very rarely do we equate masculine energy with the number 13, and we need to because 13 represents the unification of the male and the woman coming together to get into the serious energies. Um, so anyway, you know, yeah, that's what we do, Toel Love Fund, man. You know, that's on the website. Just click on membership and scroll down. You'll see it. it's called the Toel Love Fund. Every single month, man, we dump it out, pay for people bills. And, I uh, think that you is know, absolutely. It's it no realer than that, man. You know, yeah, that's, that, that's astrology. You know, that's astrology. Yeah. Me. I pay, it, pay, pay people bills with astrology. Do, you know, do the right thing, you know, so that's what it is. Okay. 
Well, um, and Kyra put that the link to get to that is myastrologycoach.com forward slash Toel Love Fund. So he put it in the chat room. You guys can find it out. Yeah. That's definitely something that we need to be doing. Like, just just donate it, you know. Like, just put that seed out there and, and just bless somebody else. Even, you know, even if yeah. you like, yeah. not something you really want to watch or even care about. But, you know, that, that find a great charity, and, you know, and we need to find more charities like this that we can kind of seed into and, you know, and really see the benefits of it. So definitely, definitely go by. I'm going to go by and I'm going to donate and add my part to it because I want to make sure that this is something that I'm giving back and I'm, I'm a part of a family who believes that this is the way that we take care of each other. Community is the name of the game. But this is the way we truly build it. So I think that is beautiful. It's really beautiful. So we're going to go. I know I don't want to leave either. Trust me. I know it's just like we can do it came too quick too fast, but that means we are going to do this again. So for everybody who got their hands up now, and I can't bring you into the call. Definitely join us when we bring him back, which will be really, really, really soon. So I just want to again tell everybody that I love you. Thank you for joining me on Tuesday, and thank you, Noah, for being here. And we are out. It is. Peace, family. Mm-hmm. in your mind.